Man, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, that, man, that was crazy. Oh, okay, okay. Here, here's the next customer. Yeah. Hey, man, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Where you come from? I'm just down the street. Good, man. Can I grab your ID from you? Uh, yeah, sure. Perfect, thank you. you anything to drink tonight? Uh, no, not right now. Nothing? No. Nope. No pre-drinking? No. Nope. Nothing to eat? No. Nope. You weren't eating anything? I mean, I, had a, I grabbed a bite earlier. What'd you have? I had a burger. How long ago was that? An hour ago. An hour ago. Nothing to drink? No. Alright, man. Have a good night. Go on in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How old are you? Uh, 18, 19. Oh, interesting. Get out of here. <laughs> and welcome, everybody, to our Bouncerpedia podcast. This is Mandeep, and I got... Jeff. And we got a great show for you guys today. So we have a special guest, the fuckery of the front door. <laughs> Want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. My name is Morgan, or M. Happy to be here. Hey, um, not going with your slave name. What is your real name? <laughs> Little folk. There we go. Okay, you know, there's always been, uh, obviously working at Dallas, we always get nicknames. They're not nicknames, they're just names. There are real names. We learn later on in life. <laughs> why, do, why are you called Littlefoot? Uh, Jeff calls me Littlefoot because I have little feet, but I have actually average size feet. So well, they're little compared to mine, therefore the statement is true. Sorry, not everyone's a giant. I'm sorry that I have to buy special size large shoes, so. <laughs> Sucks to suck. I agree 100%. Can you shop in like the kids section and still get things to fit? Uh, no. Uh, hats, yes. Shoes, no. I have a small head, too. I just have small extremities, let's be real. Good, fair. Okay, so because you're tiny, you can't call Littlefoot. Great. So, you know what? We want to know all about you and uh, your journey of security. Um, so so let's, let's start at the beginning. Where, where is your first job as being a security guard? Uh, my first job for security was actually here at Dallas. So I started probably like, what, six years now as a barback. And how I got that job... Very you did start as a barback. I that, did. That kind of, I forgot that fact. Right? You guys have something in common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I showed up one night to DD my friends, ran into Bobby, uh, who is a great person, great individual. I actually grew up on the same street as him. Yep. So we ran into each other, knew each other for years before, ran into him, and then he's like, you look bored. And I was like, kind of, I'm DDing. He goes, here, make yourself useful. Handed me a bus bin. <laughs> so I start filling this bus bin, walk into the back room, and I look at Nicole. I'm like, where do I put this? And she just, like, her jaw just drops. She's like, who the fuck are you? Who's this? Like, Why are you doing this? And thank you. Pretty much. She's like, Bobby I guarantee gave she me said this. thank you. Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> she did. I was like, oh, yeah, Bobby uh, told me to carry this around and fill it up. So here you go. And then the next day, she sent me an email and said, yo, want to come work? And I was like, okay. You passed your interview. <laughs> right on the job training. Nice. Okay. So what, what other security have you done? Because you've sadly left Dallas, like like most of us have, sadly. Yeah. Um, it moves on, and you move on with life. Yeah, so I ended up getting a full-time job with a company out in Toronto, and I could only have like maybe one weekend off a month and yep. it just wasn't worth it, you know, to spend my free time here. Mm -hmm. No offense. I'm taken. <laughs> Believe me, we, we all know the fact of you get your weekend off and like you have other things you need to do. You can't work the seven days a week 
You need that me time, that downtime. You need that adulting time. You need to do laundry some fucking time. Yeah, right. And not work all the time. So there's there's no need to apologize for that. <laughs> it's actually yeah, like like even with before COVID, I was definitely working like seven days a week, and then after COVID, obviously nothing was open at night time. So like it was actually a good break, like to finally like know what it's like to have weekends off, to spend time with family and friends. Yeah. Socially distanced. <laughs> <laughs> I've been yeah. socially distanced from everyone. It's great. Most people suck. You're also very antisocial. Why do they suck? <laughs> I, we're not going to get into that one right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I worked with for that company for about two years and then got offered a job closer to home. Still pretty far from home, but closer than what we were at before. Yep. And I've been with... Uh, that company for about two years now. Nice. And they're treating me okay. 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 Just okay. Okay. Is that the one out of London? No, it's um, it's in Oakville right now. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm a mall cop. <laughs> That's adorable. Right. Tiny I, me coming. <laughs> if you get a segue and you have to turn and make an automatic left, so that your left hip is facing forward. Uh. To make, no. To make the assumption that you have a gun. No, I am not. Paul Blart. Um, Paul Blart. <laughs> no, they won't let us have segues there. Are you kidding me? We're too accident prone and too just... We're a bunch of special people. They won't. But they gave you a truck. Yeah. Because we have to haul giant-ass pylons around that are like half my size. That's not nice. Those are called security guards as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. They're called staff. They're called support staff. Oh, right. We call them potatoes at this company. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. I'm glad everyone has a different term for the yeah. same thing. Yeah, so you have like your extra coverage guards that don't know how to do anything. They're potatoes, and then you have your full time staff, which have gone from a potato to a French fry because everybody loves French fries. Not everybody. Some people in America don't like them. They call them freedom fries. <laughs> it's fuck the French. <laughs> oh no. You haven't heard of that one? No, I haven't. That's good. It's true. <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be laughing as much. <laughs> That's fine. So before we started recording, you mentioned how you had a wild ride at Dallas. Why don't you tell us about some of that? Yeah. Yeah. So I started as a bar back. Didn't apply here. Just got thrown a bus bin and told what to do. Um, and then one night I was in the office putting the keys away and... One of the other security guards was like, oh, can I have tomorrow off? And Jeff said, yeah, if you can find someone to cover it. And I was like, I'll do it. And Jeff looked at me and said, bet. I so did I'm not. Like, I, I guarantee I did not. <laughs> 100% he would not say. No, you just yeah. stared at me with this just your Jeff look. Just an intense look. And what then you the finally f- said, okay. What is my Jeff look? It's just your face. Okay. When you're not smiling and you're just staring. Okay. Yeah. It's worse when he has just a grin out of the side of his mouth. You yeah. know something's up. <laughs> yeah. He stared at me for a while. And he said, okay. And then I showed up. Was doing support security. Because that was before I had a license. Okay, what's that? Um, basically, you're like a security guard. But you can't do any kickouts or anything without a licensed individual with you. So you're basically just like an extra set of ears and eyes. So you have training wheels on, I guess. Yeah. Training wheels, for sure. 
And then started doing that every weekend. First it was every Saturday, and then it just became every Friday, Saturday, and then went, got my license. Ironically, I got my security license before my damn smart serve. <laughs> Pardon? You knew. I may have knew, but I don't remember. Yeah, got my security guard license first. Because <laughs> I was like, ah, smart Jeez. serve. Yeah. Well, you were in Nicole's back problem back then, so I'm not, I, can't, yeah. I can't be blamed 100%. for that one. So I got the security license, got the fancy red shirt that everybody loves. Maroon. Red? Maroon. They're red now. Yeah. They're what? Like, now they're horrible. What? They're, they're red in they're t-shirts. Bright red. No. Yes. What are we trying to be? Phil's? Apparently. Yeah. Um, no. We need to bring the button-ups back from back in the day. Yeah, make you look classy. But they also rip. They rip. They were expensive. They're not available anymore. And they did not breathe very well. No, I, I remember nights I'd be sweating under it. So, that's not a good look for me. Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> I don't think that's a good look for anyone. Yeah. It wasn't. But that's why I got freezies. Yeah. Okay, fair. So, so you went from busser to support. Support security, right? Yeah. And then, then security. But why did you want to become security to begin with? Um, I thought I, I, I'm sure you saw people. You, get you ever carried around fucking beer bottles? Yeah. Cases of beer bottles. You want to carry them all the way up you, the stairs? You ever tried you carrying it, two cases of beer from all the way down here up to bar seven? That's like a million and a half stairs through, through a bunch people, of people. Drunk people. I mean, sober people. Well, it helped you get jacked, right? <laughs> I guess, but it just. I don't know. I liked it, um, but a lot of the times I would have like a later start time. So by the time I showed up, everybody that was a bar back already had their bar, bar spoken for. Mm. So I was kind of just the busser for a sure. while. And then if somebody was sick or like on a Saturday, I would help stock the bars. But it's just, I don't know. It was a really tight squeeze. <laughs> it's like a certain angle you have to have the case at. You can't have the door open too much, otherwise you're gonna whack the bartenders in your knees, in their knees, and then, then they hate you, and then you just feel bad for the entire night because they're pissed off at you the entire fucking night, no matter how much better of a job you do. Yeah, but their butt is in your face. Some of them had nice butts. Yeah. It's too busy trying not to break bottles in their fridge. Fuck them. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. <laughs> Yeah. Are you talking about the the bartender's butts? Yeah. yeah. So were you one of those busters that would purposely rub against them? <laughs> just I tried to stay as far out of their way as possible. Because I remember the first time when Nicole was kind of giving me the rundown, she was like, stay out of their way. They will run you down. They have drinks to make. They don't care that you're there. Yeah. Some of them. And then you get ones like Travis, who like, he'll turn around and he'll get scared. Yeah. <laughs> probably spill a drink on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too, too bad. It just, I don't know. Just didn't want to be in the way. Didn't want them to get mad. So I was okay with busing. And I mean, quite honestly, once I transitioned from busser to security, this place got mad messy. I believe it. Yeah. Okay, so your security, your license, you got that nice maroon shirt on. You got a 20-digit number on your chest, feeling <laughs> special. Tell me about your first kick-out. You remember it? No, actually. I don't. 
Is there is there one injection that stands out in your mind? Yeah. So we, I was on stage. Um, I think I think it was Old Man Scott. He called for a kick out. It was a female. So usually females kick out the females, that kind of thing, just because it gets messy when guys are involved. So I go. I'm talking to her. I'm like, okay, it's time for you to head out. She was just absolutely obliterated, and all of her friends started swarming around me. Yeah. And they're getting mad. They're like, no, no, we'll take care of her. We'll give her some water. I'm like, no, like, she needs to go. Her one friend got a little pissy, started grabbing at my radio, and then she yanked it. And the way that I had it positioned, it kind of, like, choked me a little bit. So I turned around and I grabbed it from her. And she thought I was going to swing. Mm-hmm. So she started hitting me. So I grabbed her in, like, a backwards bear hug <coughs> and started dragging her out. And yep. we are like, halfway down the hallway. Um, her other friends, they, they're, they're all coming after me. One's pulling my hair and the other one's feeding me in the face. Next thing I know, Tim's running up, the cops are running in, and I'm just like, what happened? Yeah. And then the next day I went and got my hair cut because bitches like to pull hair and it's not nice. They do. This is facts. Yeah. And I thought about growing it out and then that didn't happen. Didn't enjoy it. Not the right job for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was my most memorable one from the inside. From the inside. How long, do you remember how long you were inside? I think I was inside for a few months. Yeah. Like, I think I did a few weekends where I was upstairs and then got put on stage. And then you just yeeted me out the door and said, good luck. Nice. When did you come outside? (laughs) (laughs) Smooth. (laughs) Um, I think it was, was just probably six months after actually like getting the red shirt i was outside on door yeah did you prefer door or inside um honestly it was hit or miss i didn't mind inside because you got to like observe what was going on and that kind of thing but i also liked outside because i felt like i was good at it yeah it's like i'd walk away with like on a busy night probably 15 ids in my pocket some fake some people just trying to use somebody else's so I think that's it's probably my favorite part sketching the fake you like ideas challenge it 100%. Oh, 100% I think anyone who's who's worked door we were talking about it last week with Porkchop of like those challenges you set up with your partner of like let's see who can get more fake ideas let's see who can make more people cry let's see how many people you can get to like swing at you and then like get punched in the chest because you're too slow and you don't do anything and then have your partner <laughs> hit that old man for you <laughs> yeah little things like that yeah, no, it was a good that time. That seemed like a loaded answer that you had. It wasn't there. a loaded answer. It's just a truthful one. Okay. <laughs> Who did you have get punched in the chest? Porkchop. It was Porkchop. Oh. That's right. That's right, you did. This is last week's episode. Come on, dude. You know, <laughs> the, th- the thing is about Porkchop is really good. However, he didn't have many stories, and even him telling that story yeah, was He like, had that one story. That was, that was it. He's like, I waited and they saw it coming and just stood there. <laughs> How is this possible? You know, like one, one thing though, so at the door, um, is, uh, you always get the one question is, do you know who I am? Fuck no. You never got that? Well, I got that all the time, but I had no fucking clue who they were. Like, unless they were actually like a regular that I saw like on a weekly basis, I had yeah. no idea who they were. Okay, so what's the best, do you know who I am that you got? Oh, this really, really old drunk guy who apparently was friends with Mike, but everybody's friends with Mike. And he had no shoes, 
he had no shoes. He's like, I need to come inside. And I was like, you, you, you can't. You don't have shoes. And you're a little drunk. He's like, I haven't had a thing to drunk. To drunk. To drunk. I haven't oh. had a thing to drunk. Oh, God. It was just, I don't know. It was just some homeless dude off the street with no shoes that was really drunk, really old, said he knew Mike. And I'm like, maybe at some point in your life you did, but it's just. It's not going to happen today, boss. <laughs> no, sir. Okay, fair. You know, there's, uh, out of all the people that we've talked to, nobody's brought up one person that was very difficult to interact with, yet he never said a single word. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. What was his name that you gave him? Meet me. Yeah. It was like that or Europe, Europe, or something like yeah. that. His real name was Patrick. Oh. I, I had no idea. Did you ever have do, to deal do with him? Do you remember him? him? I think so. Older guy, beard. Beard, glasses, very into hockey. Yeah. He'd come and... Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. I remember him. Yes. Patrick. Me, I remember me. that. I spilled his beer once Good. while busing and then was like, shit. So I went and got another one and tried to give it to him and he refused to take it. I'm standing here with this open beer and I'm like, the fuck do I do with it? I found somewhere for it to go. I was going to say, and then where did you drink it? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't drink it. Okay. No, I didn't. Okay. Found someone to give it to? I did. Who'd you give it to? Uh, well, ironically, my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> so it worked. Bought her a drink. Isn't that cute? I didn't really buy her one. Adorbs. Oh, well, the bar did. <laughs> the bar did. US 425. <laughs> oh, man. So, working door. You ever get punched in the face up there? No. No? No, I didn't get punched in the face up there. I've gotten into a few kind of like pushing scuffles, yep. but nothing too, too extreme. Um, I think it works out in my favor that I'm also small. Yeah. And half the time, people will look at me and they can't figure out if I'm a girl or a boy. <laughs> so they're like, oh, yeah, I don't want to hit you, just in case. Well, it's just easier for small person to talk someone out of the bar. They, right? They feel so much less threatened than if, like, I come up or maybe comes up. <laughs> yeah. But, like... But it doesn't matter, like, if you're telling them you need to get the fuck out versus I'm saying you need to get the fuck out. They're more likely to listen to the smaller person. 100%. To an extent. I'm also on, like, the large enough size where if I say it, a lot of them will be like, yeah, okay, because I don't want to fucking deal with that. It was kind of like a 50-50 mix of they're going to do it or yeah. it's going to go completely fucking haywire. Yeah. It also helped that I was paired with someone that was probably two feet taller than me, too, on any given night. Yeah. Interesting. I know, like, like for me, because I'm, like, average height, I would say, so most people are my height, that everyone was okay to fight with me. I'm okay. Like, I got you. Yeah. Like, if you see, if you see Jeff, me, and you... They're probably going to come after me first. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah, and then I'll crouch down behind. It's like the three bears. This one's me. too tall. This is too short. That one's just right. Let's go. Do <laughs> you have a favorite person to work with on door? Josh. Yeah. Definitely Josh. Why? Ouch, by the way. We didn't work too many shifts together on door. When this I first started, you and Josh trained me. And then after, like, maybe two, three weeks, 
fucked off. He had other shit to do. You bitch. 100% true. <laughs> so how can you be mad at her? I have other reasons. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, do discuss. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's hear these other reasons. We'll get there. We'll get there for Okay. Sure. okay we'll, we'll make a note to come back to it. So Josh. Okay, why Josh? Oh, it was just so funny. We would talk shit about everyone and anything. Everyone. All the time. What kind like, of shit are you talking about me? No, no, not like you guys, but like people that walked out. Way to backtrack. Pardon? Way to backtrack. <laughs> uh-huh. About uh, customers, I suppose. Yeah. We would shit talk to them all the time. We would make fun of them. It was like our little pastime. Okay. And it was great because if someone was getting really difficult with me, I'd look over and I would just, I just had a look. And he knew, and he would literally just like walk up behind me and just stand directly behind me, like he was touching me, and they would fuck off. Yeah. It was the best thing in the world. Yeah, it's that they're looking at you, and kind of like he's not that much taller than you, but it's enough where it's like someone's standing behind her, and you look up, and you just see, you see beard for a little while, <laughs> and, and then, then Josh's look. You see disapproving. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, anytime like I had to call him over, like the first, the first thing he would do is like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he did sigh every time. Every, yeah. every time we'd be standing there having a cigar or something, and then Josh front door, and he would literally, he would literally oh. sigh, hand me a cigar, and then go over and deal with it. Yeah. But one hundred percent, he wouldn't sigh like that. One hundred percent. Then he, he, first thing he'd always say is what. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> well, what else is he supposed to say? Hello, motherfuckers. What do you expect him to say? Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some fries. <laughs> Supplies, motherfuckers. What else would he, would he say? Hi, how can I help you? What seems to be the problem today? That was my favorite one. Who's your daddy? What does he do? <laughs> <laughs> no. What seems to be the problem today? Yeah. He's said that a few times. And he says really? it with, like, a yeah. customer service voice. After he says what? Size. And then he has this customer service voice, and I'm looking at him like, who the fuck are you? Never did that when I was around. Okay, so we'll, we'll travel back. Why Why were you angry at, at M? I'm not, I'm not angry. But, you know what, uh, so after you worked here, where did you work? What did you do? I did a few things with Mandeep and his company. <laughs> so. How was that, actually? So That was actually really fun. Um, you definitely opened a lot of doors for me in terms of security and like basically from where I went after Dallas. Yeah. Um, that was a really good time. We did a really cool festival called Riverfest in Alora. Yeah. That was super dope. Met some dude named Todd G. He's fantastic. And then the next year he contacted me. He's like, Hey, I want you to work Riverfest. I don't know like what's going on yet, like with the other companies, but like if it's not Mandeep, I'll get you in with the other company. Yeah. And then did one shift with you, worked with them, and then they liked me and brought me on full time. That's why. That's why he's mad. Oh. <laughs> I figured. Why didn't you tell your operations manager this? Oh uh, yeah, I should have. You should have. Then but that, that's then why I was like, so fierce and you would have shook his fist at you like this. I was like, oh, like, you want to work? And you're like, yeah, like, I can do this day. I was like, great. He's like, you're like, I can't do the other days. I was like, oh, okay, no worries. And then you showed up the next day in their uniform. I know. It's because I promised Todd before you asked me. Yeah. Oh, he, he got an earful, ear, earful from me 
about that. I was like, listen, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, I, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But that was okay. You know, it was good for your development. Like you, I'm sure you learned a lot from that team too. Oh, 100%. I learned yeah. so much. Like between, like, because bar security and event security where people are jerking are kind of the same thing. So that was like my first actual full-time security job, getting to do like different things. It was fantastic. We had a canine unit. We did uh, mobile patrol. We had alarm response. It was just, it was a boatload of fun. Yeah, Like, like on top of all the events and the concerts. Yeah. So like their owner, Christy, is probably like one of the nicest people. She is fantastic. Fuck you, I'm the nicest person. Um, she doesn't say f bombs. <laughs> uh, no, you'd be surprised. Ha! I know. You'd I'm be su- you'd be surprised. She definitely does. I know. I, I talked to her before. She's funny, but yeah, she's very like chill, very nice person. Yeah. So it was good that you got to work with her because I know they do other things. I know they do the Junos and. Yeah, I got to do the Junos. That was. I was gonna say. I remember seeing fantastic. some pictures of you up there. Yeah. I think oh, you like oh, dress up suit. like. Yeah, you wore a suit. Yeah. yeah. So the suit one. That was the red carpet at the Toronto Film Festival. Oh, okay. So that was fantastic. Um, the Junos was red carpet security where the stage was, mm-hmm. so just making sure like um, people, like the fans and stuff, didn't get down and like blocking the way off yep. for like the artists to walk in. It was really cool, really fun. Um, Did you find it stressful, like thinking like someone's going to come down and try and stop them? No, the only fired. stressful thing was I was talking to someone. I was talking was to it one Ryan of the Reynolds. Co- no, I was talking to one of the coordinators. Gosling was it Gosling? And then the lights went down, so it was about to start. So I had to move back into my position, and I backed up into Sarah fucking McLaughlin, and I apologized. Who? Sarah McLaughlin. Never heard of him. In the arms of an angel. You know that song? No. Nope. I'm not gonna sing it for you. Okay. She does like the sad PETA commercials. Yeah. Pain in the ass. <laughs> no. no she, she does those uh like give me to africa commercials no idea what you're talking do about. you want me to pull up the song for you no that's okay okay maybe after after i will so i backed up into her and i apologized profusely the yep. entire time Did you start singing back that ass up by juvenile <laughs> didn't come to my mind in that time that would have came to my mind she for was sure so rude afterwards she was glaring at me like like I was in the way. Did you? She was in her the down way. as well. No, I just kind of like went back and just kind of yeah. sat there, and then oh. she was just like mad the entire time. And then I guess she complained to someone who said something to Christy, and I was like, <laughs> "It was an accident. I have two left feet. What do you want from me?" Yeah. I literally sucks. did not know she was behind me. Like I don't know where the fuck she came from because the only entrance was here, and I was standing right there. So she just poofed. You like step on her foot or something? No, I just like just backed up and just bumped into her. I was like, "Oh my it's god, I'm so sorry." Thing. No, it wasn't anything to be mad about. Like I was like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry." Turned around and was like, "I'm even more sorry." You knew who it was right away. <laughs> yeah. Did she have a name tag on? No, she was the host. Oh. It's even worse for her to be mad. <laughs> hosting the Juno is angry. Yeah. <laughs> I just. Uh. Interesting. Well, you know. It's a great uh, experience, though, to do that. <laughs> I'm still embarrassed by it to this day. Why? I, just, I still feel bad. You bumped into somebody. <laughs> yeah. What's bad about that? Yeah, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. 
and I have a problem if I stare back. So we'd both just be staring at each other. But then I'd start doing like my fucked up eyes thing at him, and they'd probably start laughing. I'd be like, what's wrong with this guy? You know, the yeah. thing is, is there's people in, that are like celebrities, quote unquote. Um, some of them are like the nicest down to earth people, and you could do anything, and they would just be like, oh, like, it's okay, like, don't worry about it. Like, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he's like the nicest guy in the world. Mm -hmm. He'll give up a seat on the. He still takes the subway to work. Like that's. Yeah. That's all. Like nicest guy is. He does. He's not like someone who's like lost his touch. Um, like even like someone I look up to, a couple people like I've met Raekwon, who's part of uh, the Wu Tang Clan, nicest guy I've ever met. Yeah. Right. I met Avicii. I. I was yeah, he was nice. Like super nice. Played kid. with Lego though. That one surprised me. That was his thing to calm him down. Like he he played with Lego, and that's what he did right before he went on. And then he's like this big personality, right? Um, like I met Obi Trice, another guy that I, I listened to his music, and he was just there. He's like, yeah, like let's hang out. Yeah. And I did walk into these people too, like by accident. <laughs> they, they didn't care. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. I kicked the door at Elements into the lead singer of Disturbed Space. How was that? Oh, he didn't like it too much. Okay, like kicking a door into somebody's face and walking into them is, is a little different. Well. Do you think he was a little disturbed about the interaction? Hey yes. <laughs> uh, he definitely was. He definitely yelled at my manager who kind of went and tried to yell at me. Yeah. But he was more just half yelled at me. Yeah. So I would say, like, these people that I mentioned are a lot bigger than Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> yeah, she's old at this point. She's old, more just a Canadian person rather than an international. Oh, she's Canadian? Yeah. And she was mad at you? That's not very Canadian. No, she lived in, she lived in L.A. too long, I guess. Yeah. Right, but it's interesting, so don't worry about it. If, if you're listening, apologize to Morgan here. <laughs> I get an email <laughs> like the day after this is posted. I hope so. Monday you're going to get an email. Oh no. Some random be like, who's this? That's gonna be like a fake account. Like, I'm sorry, back in the day it's been eating me up all these years. <laughs> I can't I stop you thinking about you. Yeah. I couldn't you poop such... for days. So if you need <laughs> if you need M's email, let us know, we'll pass it along to you so you can you can get in touch. Yes. Because M has the arms of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what other what other wild rides have you taken here at Dallas? Oh. What else do you got for us? What's your favorite door story? Uh, you ever slipped on the, the pavement out there, fucking eating shit? Oh, I fucking ate shit all over this bar. It's ridiculous. It's weird how it is sticky yet slippery at the same time. Right? You'd think there'd be more traction. Yeah. Like my feet are sticking to the floor right now. Yep. Oh, I've had quite a few wipeouts. I've fallen down these stairs. Have you the tried to stairs. jump over the banister, gotten your leg caught, and then hung there like a monkey for a few seconds? No. Okay, me either. No. <laughs> but I have been climbing over the back of um, the tables that are in the dance floor. Yeah. Climbing over the back of those to try to get shit off the thing. Shit off the <laughs> Cups off the tables, and I've slipped and sat down. Next to somebody that I don't know. And then we're both staring at each other. And I'm like, you done? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Get back up. Yeah. Go about my business. Have you had anyone ever asked to climb you? No. Have you? 
Jeff, have you had someone ask to climb you? Uh, I'm a so. climb you like a tree. Yeah. I am too short for that. I thought that happened. I, I was, they, they were my height, which is weird. <laughs> like, okay. Did they climb you? No. I was like, I have work to do. Did you? I was told to stand on a box by the door, so I guess. <laughs> hey, but I'm sure your manager wouldn't have minded. I don't think they would have said anything. Nah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, fucking right he was. Yeah. He was even cool when I had taken Morgan from the bar to work for me at the festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't even think I asked you. I was just like, yeah, clear it with Jeff. And the next thing you know, here I was in Alora. Yeah, you definitely didn't ask me on that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm not coming in this weekend. Sorry, I got things to do. You really need to tell your operations manager a bunch of things. You're not wrong. You know, the operations manager should already know that it's taking work. Well, maybe an email would help. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that is a thing. Okay. So, um, have you ever been in any altercations here? Quite a few. My favorite altercation was when you would wrestle Shrek all the time. <laughs> yeah. Why was that happening? Uh, it was just fun. It was so fun. You just jump on his back, try to get him to the ground, and this this man, I could never fucking get him. I could never get him down. I got him down once. I think one, yeah, one day I walked in, and you were like on the one side, and he had his back turned, and you went running and jumped on his back. What's going on? You just guys were wrestling for a few minutes? Yeah. Yeah, at the end of every night, for a while, two people, we'd pick two guards, or just two staff members, to wrestle each other. Mm. After all the glass was cleaned up. I'd just like to point that out. After some of the glass was cleaned up. After some of the glass was cleaned up. And then I don't know why, but somebody paired me with fucking Shrek, and I was like, this is ridiculous. And it, it didn't win, ended up on the ground. So then I made it, like, my goal to eventually get him on the ground before any of us parted ways. Did so you? That took a while. I think I got him down once. I have a video somewhere of you two chugging Red Bulls. Okay. <laughs> I was going through a bunch of my photos or something, and it's just a video of you guys. End of bar five, fucking trying to figure out who can chug a Red Bull faster. Were we on shift? Yeah. I don't remember this. Sounds about right. There's a lot of. <laughs> I will find it again. Yeah, let me know. I've like I'll when I'm like not thinking about certain situations. I have so many stories from this place that as soon as like you press the record button, I'm like, mind goes blank. Really? See, with everyone else, it seems to be where they say they come in going, I don't have anything to talk about, and then you kind of remind them of one story. And then that leads to a bunch of others. Yeah. Sure. Like when Portra came in, he's like, I made a, I made a n notes. I, yeah, I have list of notes of what to talk about. about. And then we asked him, he's like, want to check notes? And he goes through, like, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of notes did you write? That, so, just a grocery list, probably. <laughs> Eggs. Pork chops for him. So, as as a security guard here, were you? You know, like the confidence level of people is all over the place. Like the big guys sometimes are really scared. Smaller people are usually like the, the go-to people, you know? So like it's kind of a wide yeah. range of people that you have working. Where did you kind of fall in, in 
that? Like, were you, like, really confident in any like, interaction that you have with people? I was pretty confident. Like, after the first few go-rounds, um, I'm not, like, a super social person. I don't like to just, like, walk up to people and make small talk if I don't know them. Yeah. But I think part of it was the uniform and we had a job to do, so I felt comfortable just walking up to a big motherfucker like Jeff and be like, you've had a lot to drink, it's time to fucking go. And just dealing with people in that sense, but follow Jeff's advice from Roadhouse, be nice until you don't have to. That's right. Roadhouse. Good training, man. That's true. One thing I always noticed with you when you were kicking out people is, I don't know like if you like had the biggest penis in the room or what, but your hands would be in your pockets when you're talking to people. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what if they swing at you? Like, my hands are always in front of me and yours are always in your pockets. I was like, what if they get stuck? You know, like, <laughs> what if they get <laughs> stuck? He's <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why are your hands in your pockets? <laughs> Why are your hands in your pockets? It just, it was comfortable because I, like, I don't want to, like, have my, it's like fucking Ricky Bobby, okay? When I'm talking to people, I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm sitting there. We're having a conversation. Hey, you need to leave. My hands just start going up in front of my face <laughs> like fucking Ricky Bobby. That's what happens. Okay. So I had them in my pockets. I didn't have them very deep. They were just 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 resting in there. So if needed, I, I could just whip them out. I, I sometimes I'd watch. Do, like the vest where you you kind of hold your collar or the boss rooting where you hold your hand here and you hold your chin. <laughs> No. You didn't want to. It was it was like the most throw interesting your thing. your dukes up. Maybe just hold your hands out for high fives. Almost almost anything <laughs> would be better than your hands in your pockets. Oh, I know, I know. Hold hold your hands up like Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Uh, that, would <laughs> that, would, that would fucking weird them out so much they would leave. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, yeah. it just it felt comfortable, and at a certain point in time, you kind of get good at reading people's body language. No. Nah. I never knew when someone was going to start swinging. I had to kind of be always ready for it. So I was assume the worst, hope for the best. But you, you put your hands in your pocket. You're like, we need to kick this guy out. Hands will go in your pocket. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, if you're going to kick this person out without touching them, awesome. You're going like, to kick them in the head. I don't know. Yeah. Then, That's what the little feet are for. Knock them in, in the back them. of the knees and, and then just give <laughs> them a nice little shoulder check and they go right out that door. Yeah. Right? And then and then you get up to the person and you'd be like, so... You've had too much to drink. It's time to go. Did you like, steal Josh's sigh? <laughs> I think so. And I'm like, he's not going to just listen to you. Like, you have no hands. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. But I was like, okay, this is the best way to do it. But they did listen. Yeah. I think it was because I'm small and they're afraid to hit someone that's smaller than them. It Damn. never works. I should have walked up to people on my knees. But like, listen, man, you got to go. <laughs> So, you know, everyone has their move, and yours was definitely hands in pocket. I was like, what if something happens? Like, I was always so worried, like, you're going to get punched in the face, and I'm going to have to do something more. <laughs> you're going to get punched, and then we have to avenge you because you're knocked out. You ever been knocked out? No. no. Not even in the reserves? No. <laughs> ever knocked anybody out? Yes. Ooh, Golden Gloves champ over here. What's up? Tell us about it. Explain. Explain yourself, you big bully. Yeah, that was not a good time. Um, once was in grade five. 
You were throwing hands in grade five? I was, listen, I was trying to be one of the boys, and they said it was Fight Club, and I was like, okay, and they're like, you gotta punch him, and I was like, okay, so I punched him, and then he was laying there, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> now I got in trouble. Um, but we were on this exercise, and I don't know why anybody left us unsupervised to do the dumb shit that we do, so we tried to waterboard each other. What? <laughs> we tried to waterboard each other. So I'm laying there. I'm fucking thrashing around, and I'm like, no, no, and, like, we had, like, like a tap out if it was enough, so I was tapping out, and he wasn't listening, he wasn't listening, so I just elbowed him, I just threw a fucking elbow, got him in the deck, got up, and just, just, just clocked him. Oh, that, that one's called for. Yeah. <laughs> As you're getting waterboarded, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely agree. I don't know who the fuck left us unsupervised, and why that was a good idea. Some fucking master corporal didn't do his job that day. Fuck, right? <laughs> Let's get waterboarded today. Yep. Okay. So you never knocked anyone out here? You ever hit anybody here? Yeah, I've hit a few dudes. Ooh. Yes. Why? Nice hear about them, yeah. Um, so, right in the front foyer, there was a fight. Two dudes were going at it. I was the closest, so I kind of went up underneath started pushing them apart mm -hmm. the guy wasn't paying attention so i just kind of just started just little not huge just ones little hey how, how are you yeah just little hey how are you yeah. just in the face just to try to get him back off and the next thing i know jacob's in there they're feeding jacob in the face was it and then dave came in right in full, kind of right in front of cover yeah i think i have that video somewhere too yeah Try and throw that one up on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. See if you can find it, because everyone's like, oh, Jacob was getting fed in the face. And I was like, I was in the middle. I was there. <laughs> well, it started, like, at the stairs by the ATM. Yeah. And then he went and picked the guy up. The guy's name was Chris. He was actually a beer runner at Pub. Oh, so he worked for the company? Yeah. Great. Um, so he, Jacob picked Chris up and started taking him out. And the guy kept following punching Chris while Jacob was walking him out. And as they kind of took the few steps is when you and Dave kind of jumped into it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. See, you have all my stories. So just, just give me little, little pointers. I don't have all your stories. I can barely remember my stories. <laughs> I don't have any stories. That's bullshit. You, you have to have so many. I have forgotten more than I remember, I think. Yeah, that's why we do this. Yeah, it is. Figure it all out and put it down, right? Um, what was your trick for finding fake IDs? You know, that's a really important thing. I think that being on the door is that we all had our own tricks to finding fake IDs. What was what were yours? Like, what would you look for? Um, I would just honestly just feel it, because on some licenses, um, things are raised. So yeah. if it's a flat card, that's kind of a dead giveaway. And then I remember one. We had such a bad one this guy took a picture of his license printed it out put it on a fucking tim's card super glued it together I remember that one and i'm like what the fuck is going on and i just just peeled it off in front of him and it was a tim's card and i was like dude what the fuck and then a lot of the times the fake ones that come from i think it was manitoba mm -hmm. and quebec quebec was the you the flip worst, it. You flip easiest. the fucking thing over, and it basically tells you in the fine print that it's a fake ID. It literally says this is not an ID. 
and the issuer is not responsible for any of the information being correct. Yeah. And everyone's like, it's real, it's real, it's real, it's me. And I'm like, yeah. no. I, well, I agree, it's you. It's real fucking fake. <laughs> yeah. I like when they had that little glowing symbol that said genuine. The genuine seal of authenticity. <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. the DNA strands. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was also a dead giveaway. Like, you see that thing shining from down the street. And yeah. then they get up and you just don't know. This is mine. Okay. What else you click for? So the raised numbers and letters. Yeah, and just checking that the birth date wasn't altered in any way, so you can you can tell if someone's like scratching something out and they go over it with a sharpie. Uh, it's really easy to tell. And then if you get an ID where it looks like someone, you start to ask the questions, and you start to ask like, hey, like, what's your postal code? See, that's what where I love is tripping them up and making them like talk over themselves and go back and forth and like. I, I've now figured out this is not them. Yeah. Now, I'm going to make you admit it's not you. I'm going to trip you up so bad, make you feel so stupid, that it's not you. Yeah. I like that mental mind game of it. It was good. My favorite was when, um, on the license, it said the person wears glasses. I'm like, do you wear glasses? And they say no. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. admitted this it isn't says, you. It says you do. Well, not anymore. I wear contacts now, so. And I'm like, okay, look up, and I make them look up, and I'm like, I can't see it. Sorry. Can you see contacts on people? Yeah. yeah. When they look up. Halo, yeah. Shit. Yeah. You can see, like, the, nef- the little, uh, the definition between their, is it the iris? Yeah, the yeah. iris and the whites of their eyes. You can see it. Yeah. Because it goes, oh, it goes past it, so you can see, like, a little halo around the eye. It's a right contacts. Either you wear contacts? No. No. I have glasses. I don't find who wears contacts and stare deeply into their eyes. I'm pretty sure I told you this before. You might have, but no. And then and then you said that exact thing, and I was like, "Go stare at Andrea. She's wearing contacts right now." And then you're like, "I can't do that. That's weird." That is weird. And then you walked away. Sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds new. Might have got punched in the head that day and forgot. Probably. Was there like a different country or state that you always thought was interesting to see? The ones that came from the Filipino. Yeah. Those were wild. The and Filipino? The Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day, okay? I, di- I didn't want to call you out. I knew what you meant. You I know what you meant. I'm still going to call you out on it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, the Philippines. Um, they were really I was going to say, like, are see. you buying it from this Filipino that you're Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. You and then the ones from Australia looked like fucking debit cards. They had, like, yeah. a chip yeah. in it. Like, it was yep. a debit card. Like, that was insane. That was cool. Were you here for Dingo? He was here? Yes. I always made him come out for those fucking things. Yeah. And then he'd always he'd always come out, look at it, and then his, he'd make his accent a lot stronger when you talk to him. <laughs> he's no, he's my favorite. He's your favorite? I thought Josh was your favorite. Yeah. Literally everybody here is my favorite because we've all gone through some shit together and makes us like family. Sure. Now I see that smile. You enjoyed that. I did, but I also hate a lot of people who worked here. Okay, I didn't love everybody. Yeah. <laughs>
I need someone to go do this. Go ahead. You were 100% amazing at any time anything needed to be done, you were willing to go do it. And I thank you for doing all those first aid calls. 100%. Oh, dude, they're my uh, favorite. They are. I hate them. They're I hated my them. favorite. Nope. They're still my favorite thing to this day. Well, yeah, because I saw a picture of you with your giant med pad. Yeah. On your on your vest. Like, yeah, that. So that was the pouch that blew. Yeah. That one in that photo. It blew. So I got a new one, that actually has a spot, in the front, for my tourniquet for Loxin, and then everything else I can think of in the yep. big pocket. It's great. It's fantastic. What is the worst thing you saw, working at the bar? Uh, medical wise yeah that's bad ankles cuts broken stuff um I wasn't here for any breaks bottlings. um I think one of the worst one was when we had that reunion and um Kaylee and I were kicking some which Kaylee big or little little okay we were kicking someone out we were talking to her she's like yeah okay I agree. Let me just tie my shoe. It's like, okay. So she's going down to tie her shoe. And then I realize she's going down. And she smacks her head. Like, she just... She passed out? She just folded right the fuck over. Hit her head. No, she didn't pass out. She'd get up. She had a little mark right here. I was like, okay. Let's get you to the front. We'll get you some ice. By the time we went from the islands to the front door, she had, like, half of a fucking baseball on her head. And I'm looking mm. at her, and I'm like, we're going to go back inside. So I sit her on the chair. I call 911. Donuts comes in and goes, what the fuck happened? And I was like, huh? She was tying her shoe. I think that was probably the, the strangest one in yeah. terms of how fast it got so swollen so quickly. I guess if you're drinking, it goes quicker. Oh, yeah. And then I remember one day when I was bussing, I was just, just bussing, doing my thing, and I feel a tap on my shoulder, and I turn around, and I'm like, yes? And some lady's like, here, I found this. I was like, okay, and it was a fucking tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Someone got their tooth knocked out on the bowl. I was like, oh, what do you bad. want me to do with this? Well, thank you. should have given it to us so we could save $8,000 and having to pay for a tooth. Oh, you should have put it under your pillow. Make that tooth very show up. Yeah, do, you, do you get money for someone else's tooth? Oh, no. Tooth is a tooth. Oh, the tooth fairy cares. I thought it did. That had to be your you tooth. S- you still believe in the tooth fairy? Yeah, I can put anything under my pillow. Things will show up. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Start collecting teeth then. I need to get paid. There you go. So, I think. So, when, when, before you started in security, were you like. A very like outgoing person. No. <laughs> no. Do you think being security kind of helped you in being more of an outgoing person? Yeah, definitely. Um, because you do have like fifty percent security work, but then the other fifty percent, which I've learned, is customer service skills. <coughs> so. Outside of bar security. Outside of bar security. Bar yes. security is one hundred percent not customer service. No. Skills. No, no. When it's time to go, it's it's time to go. But being at the front door, you had to be a little nicer. Yeah, you couldn't just start off really hard. You had to be somewhat nice. Like, hey, how are you? Like, how's your night going? Where are you coming from? Did you have a um, kind of a a list of things, questions you asked? 
Um, usually. If they seemed a little a little bit drunk, I'd ask them like where they were beforehand, yeah. how much they had to drink. How many on average, if someone asked and sorry, if you ask and they say they had a couple, how many is a couple to most people? That two. Two is a couple. Yeah. Normally. But if you're drinking beers, how many is two normally? Are we talking tall boys? Because that's technically four. Like when you, when you ask somebody, like how many beers? Oh. And they go, a couple. And couple. you go, how many how is a many? couple? Yeah. And they go, six. <laughs> six. Like, what the f? Six that's... tall boys for a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many times that's what it was. Yeah. It's like, how many have? Oh, a couple. What do you think a couple is? Six. So it's you, your girlfriend, and five other guys. Y'all a couple? <laughs> That's a couple to you? Yeah. Like, no. How's that a couple of beers? Just is. So I learned a couple in beers is six. Yeah. That was my most common answer of a couple. About whiskeys, how many whiskeys do you think a couple is? <laughs> Four? Yeah, maybe. I would still say two personally. Yeah, if you, so you say a couple... Like, you're thinking they had two, but obviously we know they're not. Yeah. yeah. And then if they say a few, you know they wasted. <laughs> <laughs> a few. Yeah. Yeah. Had a few. Was that twelve? It's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're standing. I'm impressed. They Go on in. <laughs> they just had it in the cab. When the cab right here. <laughs> oh, I hated that. Was Was your pet peeve on door? Fucking people getting out of cabs and Ubers with alcohol and then leaving it on the ground or yeah. trying to be discreet and hide it while we're clearly watching them. Well, the worst is they, they look you like dead in the eyes as they put it down. Yeah. And then like kick it over and the cab literally just runs it over right away. Yeah. It's like and you hear that crunch. Yeah. And you just the crunch it. and a, a pop. Yeah. It's like I'm watching you do it. Just don't. Yeah. What are you doing? It was always interesting. And be like, go pick it up. Pick up what? Yeah. The thing you dropped. I didn't drop anything. That's I, not mine. Yeah, I saw you. Oh, okay. What do you want me to do with it? Throw it in the garbage. Take that bottle, shine it up real nice, turn it sideways, and shove it straight up. <laughs> You're aggressive today. <laughs> no, but you know, like, you have to, like, mess with people. They're like, oh, that's 100%. Weird. I mess with, like, almost anyone I talk to. Yeah. Oh, did you ever take any bribes on door? I was always too scared. I've had multiple times where I could have, and I was too scared. What were you scared of? Getting caught. By? Anybody. It's not, let's think technically a fireable offense. 100% it is. Mm-hmm. I was too scared, and there's cameras, and you never know where the fuck Jeff is. You, you t- he's right there, and then you turn around a second later, and he's gone. Just give him a bit of it. Good. I could, I don't know why, but I could always sneak up on you, like, no problem. And I would stand behind you for like 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. And then you'd back into me like fucking Sarah McLachlan. <laughs> McLachlan. <laughs> McLachlan. McLachlan. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a skill I have is backing up into people. Yeah. I do it all the time. Okay. I walk into people all the time at my current job. Thanks. You're like juvenile. Never took a bribe. Who were you offered bribes? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the highest you were offered? It was like a hundred bucks. hundred bucks? You didn't take it. For a person or for a group? For a group. How many people? Uh, I think it was like 20 bucks per person. 
people. You know, I can't remember his fucking name, but country boy dude that was here all the time. We work in a country bar. Yeah, I know. No, no. He's from... Fuck, what's it called? Plattsville or something. The country guy from Plattsville. Oh, the guy who uh, wore blue jeans and plaid and cowboy boots. Okay, that's like every other dude. I, You're I'm like, no, I'm 90% sure his name was Chris. DJ Chris? No, not no, not DJ Chris. I'm literally describing every dude that walks into this bar. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. He was friends with the, the big guy. The super tall guy. Mm-hmm. Really thick. Always wore like a Carhartt jacket all the time, 24-7. Never took it off. With the what? It was a Carhartt jacket. He was just a really big dude with like a, a nice face. Like he just looked like an all-around swell guy. Him and his brother got into a fight here once and then they got banned, but then we let him back because he was nice. <sighs> okay, I vaguely remember banging some brothers and letting one back. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, what did you say? I vaguely remember banning some <laughs> That's not what you just said. That's what I said. <laughs> No, I definitely heard banging. (laughs) What I said and what you guys heard with your disgusting fucking minds, two very different things. I'm glad this is recorded and we can can replay this back. (laughs) Instant replay. Perfect. We can rewind this back and we will will do it. But I vaguely remember that scenario, but I can't picture... Yeah, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. But no, it was his group of friends. They became regulars on a Saturday. Yeah. On a Saturday? Yeah. You could have got paid on a Saturday? Yeah. Sure took it. 100%. I know, right? But like, where the fuck am I? I'm the only one out there on door 90% of the time yeah. on a Saturday. So that means you get 80 of the $100. Who gets the other 20? The manager gets that other 20. Then they don't ask questions. <laughs> if I just handed you 20 here. That's you know. what Josh did. Did he? Yeah, he randomly just handed me money. and be like, what the fuck is this? He's like, he let some people in. He already did it. Nothing I can do about it. See, if I knew you'd be that chill. Well, it wouldn't have been. I would have given you such a hard time. Oh, I know you would have. I would have fucked with you so hard. Dude, you fuck with me on a daily basis. That's fair. What do you think is an offensive number for someone to offer you on the door? Five bucks. <laughs> right? Five bucks. Or if it's like 20 bucks and there's 20 of them. Like yeah. It's like a dollar a person. Yeah. yeah. Something ridiculous like that. Like if I'm going to risk losing my job to take your bribe, you better fucking make it worth my while. Because if I get fired, but I just walked away with like 200 bucks, I don't give a fuck. It's more than my paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> What's the, like the... The lowest number you've been offered that you're offended by? I think anything under $20. Yeah. Yeah. 20 bucks a person would be kind of standard. Here. Yeah, 20 bucks a person. Yeah, here. Yes, I agree. Place like Dog, we're talking like 50, 100 person. Yeah. And those, but those people are okay with paying it. Yeah, 100%. All the time. And that's why me and Rick would let them in. Yeah. I mean, not, fuck it, I mean, me and Rake would let them in for 50 to 100 bucks a person. Yeah. 100%. All the time. Yeah. You know what? So like the revolution. I love how you call it the revolution all the time. Revolution. You know, when you call it rev, it's always the revolution. It's so people know. I don't yeah. think many people know it as the revolution. 
I think right up there with the Philippines. Actually, so so when I started there, it was called the Revolution. I know it was, and then it changed to Revolution. Yeah, but everyone just called it Rev. Yeah, but then another nightclub opened up in town called Ren, for Renaissance. Yeah, yeah. So then everyone called it Revolution again because they didn't want to mix them up. The one time somebody came, uh, they came up and they came to the door. They're like, "Please tell me this is the Revolution." I said, "Yes." Why? He's like, we just came from some place called Ren, and this is Rev. And I was like, yeah. He's like, there was a lot of gay people in that bar. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the gay bar. That happened. That we had at that time. Yeah. So, but yeah, so but so there, back in the day, when I first started, and it was like packed with huge lineups all the way up the all hill. All the way up the hill, yeah, in the parking like, lot. People would drop huge money to get in and cut that line. 100%. Because it would be like... Four or five hundred people in the line that you had to get in, and anyone would pay. They pay you whatever you want, hundred bucks per person. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's do it. So yeah, keep getting people in. That sounds fantastic. But then, at the same time, you had to deal with people getting their fucking arms chopped off. So, well, this is true. What? Right. Yeah, he didn't tell you that story either. No. You're very bad at telling people this very important story. Yeah, it's you know it's a. It's, not like a proud moment, but yes, I saw a big fight happened. Guys ran out of the parking lot. A lot of them ran, ran to their cars um, and came back with machetes and they chopped one guy's arm off at the elbow. And I had to help keep his arm on. Well, not, it was already off, but I had to keep him from bleeding out. Now, as, as a medic, what, what would you do in that situation? Uh, tourniquet. Right under your armpit there's an artery in there and yep. then I would just fucking hold that thing with gauze and the buddy's gonna be screaming because it hurts yeah, stuck that's my about finger it. in <laughs> I, I at that point I was it's everywhere I didn't know what to do and just stuck my finger until the ambulance showed up fuck it like actually squirts like in the movies I didn't think it did until okay, I actually yeah. saw it I was like oh it's like a water fountain everywhere so yeah you stick your finger in you know if you put the tourniquet on it won't squirt not everyone carries a tourniquet with them. <laughs> I'm never gonna fucking need it, but on the off chance that I do, I, I am fucking prepared. I have two prepared. in my med kit in my truck. I, I am prepared. Yeah, somebody's like, why don't you take your belt off and like tie it around this guy? I said my pants would fall off and I'd look weird. Yeah. <laughs> why'd you try to get his pants off? I was like, then people will think I'm trying to get his pants off. <laughs> Sorry, I need to check to see if you soiled yourself. Like, what am I gonna do there? Yeah. So yes, that did happen. So that was probably the worst incident I've had. And okay. I didn't hear this story for like 15 years. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. He never mentioned it. Oh, you know now. Yeah. But I'm sad I know now. I would have liked to know this 15 years ago. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. Okay. I feel a little left out of the arm chopping loop. Mm. You could go get some machetes if you're that left out. I have one in my truck. Alright, let's go. Who's getting an arm chopped off? You. Well, it's got to be him, because I'm the one doing the chopping. You're the one who's got to do the tourniquet. True. So I don't like where this is going. I'm just saying. <laughs> not much we can do about it. We if we're taking mine, we gotta take this. We gotta take this arm. That doesn't have tattoos on it. Uh, I'm also left-handed, gotcha. so my right arm can just adios. You're lefty. Gotcha. Yeah, I am. There's nothing right with me. I'm all left. <laughs> Okay, what would you say working in a, in a nightclub was the worst night to work? And what was the best night to work? Like all the special events, everything. Was was your, the one you hated the most? Was the one you liked the most? 
one I hated the most. Fucking bunny hop. Bunny hop? Why bunny hop? Bunny hop, pub crawls, like 12 bars, like that kind of thing. I just didn't enjoy it because there were like certain time slots and then we're waiting for group one to get out so group two can come in and then they're not leaving so we can't let them in because it's not their time yet. Or like people would show up as like group three on group two's time slot mm-hmm. and then they'd get all pissed off and they would just got like so fucking mad for no goddamn reason. Like I paid $50 for this t-shirt. You know what I hated the most about those ones? Were the captains. Yeah. yeah cause they were the fucking They worst. were the worst. They thought they were fucking king shit for everything. I'm a captain. I have a green shirt. Okay, well, I'll let you in when I'm good and ready. And I have 20 people with me. Uh-uh. You can bring two in with you. Yeah. But I'm a captain. I can do what I want. Can't do shit that you want. Work here. Then you can do what you want. A lot of entitled people. But, like, these captains had no idea who was even on their teams. Yeah. They were just showing up. They're like, yeah, I have, like, these 20, 30 people signed up under my name. Okay, so what was your favorite one to work Frosh week. Really? Uh, Why? So many fakes. Oh, yeah. Lots of kickouts. Lots of fights. Just an all-around good time. So much vomit. So much vomit. I Well, I liked it a lot more while working security, not as a busser, <laughs> because the amount That's of fair. puke I've cleaned up in my life is yep. ridiculous, because I would smell it and not gag. I was the designated puke cleaner. You were the designated everythinger. Like, like I said before, anything needed to be done, you did it. Yeah. Bussing, puke cleaning, unclogging the toilet. Yeah. With your hand? Literally with our fucking hand, because someone broke the goddamn plunger. So I'm in there with gloves trying to pick shit out of the toilet. So gross. Crawl, crawling under and unlocking the stall doors. Oh, God. See, that was okay when the bathroom wasn't flooded. But when was it not flooded? It was always fucking I just climbed After up the top the of that After the first 10 plane. minutes yeah. of being open, it was flooding and someone was complaining. Yeah. Well, that's better than when they ripped the upstairs toilet out, causing it to flood. <laughs> and then everything leaking down. Okay, what, what goes through the girl's mind to literally rip toilets out of, out of the, the floor? I, I don't get it. Do you know how many times I had to put the soap dispenser back on the wall yes, downstairs? I, do, I know how many times we had to order soap dispensers <laughs> but th- that's a lot different than ripping a toilet out of the floor i mean i was once driving to toronto to go to a concert pulled off into a wendy's to go pee was washing my hands and the faucet was really loose and i was like huh i wonder what this does just ripped it out sat it down and left <laughs> so i mean i i get it to a certain extent but a, a loose faucet different than a freshly installed toilet like, we literally, for a month straight, had to replace those toilets every weekend. Because someone was coming in and ripping them out of the ground. Maybe it was like, um... Fucking She-Hulk up there, or a goddamn wildebeest. If you're taking shits that massive, go in the field with other wildebeests and do it. <laughs> don't come in my bathroom up there and do it. <laughs> At least if you're going to do it, don't take my fucking toilet to go. <laughs> like... You know, I've seen people, like, pick up stuff and start taking them to wherever they felt like. Um, but a toilet? Yeah, people do dumb stuff. That was the one that boggled my mind so many times. <laughs> like, maybe that was, like, a, like a, at the time it would be, like, only Facebook, Facebook challenge or something that they had to 
rip our toilet out. And see <laughs> every month, every every week for a month. Yeah, you one month challenge. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That that one boggled my mind. Never understood that one. Have you ever been here really late at night? Yeah. After close, you're one of the last people here. Yeah. We're just at, hanging out. We're shooting yeah, the shit. Any, yeah. Anna, any any Annabelle experiences? No. 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 I'm gonna go now. What? Oh, you don't you don't like ghosts? <laughs> no. I don't like. Them There's either. a fucking ghost in the mall that is blowing my mind. I'm sitting there, so I'm working on a, like, I'm working a 4 to 12 shift, okay? It's 10.30 at night. I'm the only one there. There's nobody in the mall. All the doors are locked. There's fucking footsteps on the roof. Uh, That could be a bunch of things. Yeah. No, no, no. It's full, full out footsteps on the roof because I've been in our office before where buddies go up to check the mechanical rooms and rather than go up the stairs and then back down to walk across the mall to go up another set of stairs, we're lazy as fuck. We just cut across the roof. You no, can hear you, the footsteps. You're not lazy as fuck. It's energy efficient. I so, just, I hate the stairs. That's not like a ghost or people. You, so you know. like, I know what it sounds like when there are people up on the roof. Gotcha. And I'm there and I know I'm by myself. There's no way anyone <coughs> can get onto the roof. Oh, you'll be surprised. People can get on roofs all the time. Yeah, I know. So I used to work at a water park. And in the middle of the night when I was like doing my patrols, Somehow people would get on top of the chalet and you're sitting on the roof. Always. And I have to like, kick them down. Like, I didn't know like how how they possibly got up there. They wouldn't tell me, but all every night there'd be two kids sitting on top of the chalet that I'd have to pick off. People used to get on top of the Dallas roof all the time. How the fuck? Yeah. Like I can under like the only thing I could think of was climbing the gas pipes all the way up. They can do it. I've thought about that before. I'm like, what if I get halfway up and I get stuck and I'm by myself and then I fall? <laughs> no one's gonna come looking for me. Well, sure, someone will find you. Yeah, seven hours later because our automated call-in system sucks. Yeah. So no, no Annabelle experiences. Do you want to go up to the kitchen and say hi to Annabelle, maybe? No, bueno. I've been in that kitchen so many times. Have you ever gotten like that eerie experience that like someone's there with you, someone's watching you, you're not alone? No. But you're getting in now, aren't you're getting you? Getting in now. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're talking about it, and I'm thinking about all the shit that I've done in that kitchen. What shit have you done in that kitchen? What was your name? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't give details. Yeah, you can. That's exactly what the show's for. Well. One, she used to work here. Okay, so so I know who that is. Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah. And my girlfriend will probably listen to this at some point. Oh, so, so you're going to have to tell her anyways now. Yeah. Caught you, didn't we? There's nothing too, too bad. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Have you, you ever caught th- staff doing stuff that they shouldn't be? No, actually. No? Aside from... Someone taking a shit in the the band basement bathroom. Band basement bathroom. There it is. In the band room? In the band room. Is that not allowed? It's not allowed. I'm up there twice a night. Yeah. Every night. <laughs> it's not that it's not allowed. 
I just went down there for something. And door's wide open. What was her name? Who was it? Oh my god, no. <laughs> door's wide open. It smells. I'm like, I'm gonna leave now and go right back upstairs. I think Nicole sent me down to look for something. Uh-huh. She, she was the one that took a giant shit. And then left the door open. <laughs> hey, go, go downstairs and uh, check that for toilet paper, will ya? <laughs> she did that at the gym. She, she clogged the gym shitter. <laughs> and other people were complaining about it later on. Yeah. So thanks for that, Nicole. That's terrible of you. Not very nice. Go in the field with the other wildebeest, won't you? Yeah, stop taking the toilets. <laughs> Joke's on you. It was Nicole the whole time. The whole time. You know, as a manager, I've caught employees doing stupid things all the time. Oh, what's here? Tell us, tell us a little story. Uh, well, here, people getting high in bathrooms. Yeah. Um, stealing stuff. Who'd you catch stealing? What were they stealing? Booze. They were stealing booze. Yeah. Um, so bartender? Yeah. Okay. Um, at, when I worked at the Flying Dog, um, there was one bartender who'd pour himself drinks and say that they were spilled, but I would watch him. Like, he'd literally pour his drink, sip it, put it behind him, and that's what he was sipping, saying there was this water that he was sipping. And I was like, listen, you just took the most expensive bottle of alcohol and put it in your glass. <laughs> First of all, if you're going to do that, at least use a glass, like a real glass, not this paper cup thing, that they, little plastic cup. I was like, you look tacky. You look drinking, tacky. Drinking like $23 a shot. I've caught people doing that. Bartender stealing there. Um, security stealing. Not showing up. Punching at the wrong times yeah. on purpose. Oh, that's normal. Yeah, those things, you know, you the see code, it all the time. Code, yeah, the code 69s. Code 69s, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get locked out of your own office and don't know why, you wait and then you find uh, <laughs> some security guards leaving the, your your office and it smells rank in there. Smell like tilapia? Ugh. Gross. Like you wouldn't believe. So, you know, like things like that. You just, you, you catch that. People that are supposed to be awake working you find out they're sleeping the whole time <laughs> yeah that was always a piss off i get like calls from people in the middle of the night like why is this person sleeping i'm like well why don't you wake them up why are you waking me up why don't you go wake them up and tell them to keep working why are you calling to tell me when i'm sleeping and i gotta be there in like a few hours yeah because that's what you get for leaving yeah work 24 hours a day for that whole three days for sure, you know, like sometimes... That was fantastic. You remember that? Yes. Fuck, that was 36 hours straight. Yes. I remember coming out when you were doing one of them to bring you coffee, and Saunders didn't want to order anything because he was scared I was going to do something to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He thought you were going to, like, other... Yeah. What, what did you think I was going to do to it? I remember you telling me after. I'm like... Why don't you stick my dick in it? That's yeah. exactly what he thought. It's hot, hot. coffee! <laughs> <laughs> or just, you know, rub stuff all over where his mouth is going to go. <laughs> it's still really close to hot coffee. Yeah. I don't hate the guy. So, so yeah, that was definitely a thing. Oh, his, like, temper tantrums were next level. Oh, I loved his temper tantrums. Oh, did you? You were the only one, then. Oh, I just laughed at him. I couldn't fucking take him seriously. Well, I didn't either. 
I was just laughing the entire time. I used to fuck with him so much. Yeah. That's that's hundred <laughs> percent. Um but he like loved you. As everyone does. Yeah. Yeah, no, we got along really well. You're very easy to get along with, so it makes it makes working a lot better. So we yeah. thank you for being fun to work with. Yeah, that being the case, was there anyone that you didn't like working with? It's okay, you can say Tim. That's fine. <laughs> no, Tim's a good dude. No. I don't really think there's anybody that I just Calvin. disliked working with. We had some spats back and forth about dumb shit, but yeah. like, we got over it. We were buddies by the end of the night. It was fine. Nah. All in all, everybody that has been coming and going through Dallas through my however many years, they've all been like super great, super chill. Because I find that if you're not really super nice, super chill, and you don't get along with everybody else, you don't last. You don't last, 100%. Yeah. Some people like, everyone hates them and they still show up. <laughs> Sean! <laughs> Whoa. That was aggressive. That was just me coughing, sorry. I feel like there's a story, or several here. You know, that, that was funny. The fir- very first day I came here, um, Jeffy was like, oh, like, this is what you've been doing, you've been at the front door, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, sure, no problem. And then he comes up to me, and he goes, so I'm your boss. And I was like, no, you're not. And then he goes, yep. He's like, I'm your boss, and you have to listen to what I have to say. I was like, uh, no, Jeffy's my boss. He hired me, and I work for him. And he goes, no, no, like, I'm the supervisor. I was like, perfect, he's the manager. So I was like, listen to him. And ever since then, I don't think we had, like, the best relationship. Because he knew if he told me something, I wasn't going to do it. Until Jeffy's was like, hey, I need you to do this. And then I'll do it right away. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's fair. I do remember you telling me that, actually. Yeah. He would, like, avoid me at times. Just like, he's not going to listen to me anyways, so... Valid. I think that's when I worked inside for maybe like two, three weekends, and then I was just put outside. Yeah. So, what was your favorite trick on the door to catch people in? Me? Yeah. You went. You went electronic with it. You start checking their phones, oh, see yeah. what their their phone was named and shit. Yeah. That was always a good trick. My biggest thing, I look at the like, shape of their face and then look at the ID. Yeah. Like so, some people just thought like I was like giving them a dirty look, but I was actually just like, analyzing their face really quick. So I look at the ID, and I could right away pick out something that was wrong. Yeah. Like if they had like a round face, and then they, this the picture on the ID had like a, you know, like a the narrow face or narrow tight, pointier tight chin, chin or whatever, or something like that. Um, the big tell was always their chin. Yep. And eyebrows. Yeah. Those would be the things I would look for, but okay, like. These aren't the same at all. If you had like big bushy eyebrows, but like you had like a big brow line, like you knew it was not the same person. What if they just got fucking waxed or whatever? Wax? Your shape doesn't doesn't change that much. No, no, like your Bruh. actual like skull. You look at that, not their what they drawn onto their I was face. Gonna say like, no, that like there, bones. Like there have been your some brow bones and your your cheekbones. That's what you look at. Then you can kind and of tell. Bone. I thought you were talking about actual eyebrows. So I would say. I have seen some heavily painted on eyebrows when they come in here. And then when they leave later, it is 100% not how they walked in. 
Yeah, because no, one's missing. One, one's definitely fucking missing. One's missing, and you see a guy with, with an eyebrow on his neck. You're like, oh, that's worth it. I, I loved watching that when they make out with someone, and like half their face is then covered with all their makeup. You know what? I had one buddy who would make out with girls at, at clubs or whatever. Who? It's here. It's here. Who is huh? it? forget his name but he was just like a buddy and you forget his name not, not a close buddy like we worked oh, together so an acquaintance at, yeah, a colleague acquaintance yes not a buddy but he would make out with people names. and he would rub his hands all over their face on purpose so like their their eyelashes would come out their eyebrows would be missing sounds like something Scott would do yeah not, not old man Scott <laughs> no, definitely one. Yeah. yeah yeah stuff like that <laughs> like he would purposely do it and then their face would be like all mangled and then like oh. and they, they would know because they can't see until they go to the bathroom <laughs> it's so fucking That's pretty good. It's great, but rude. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, do you have any advice you would give to new people starting in a bar? Uh, don't put your hands in your pockets. Why? It worked for you. It worked for me then. It doesn't work for me so much now. Um, don't put your hands in your pockets. Be nice until you don't have to. How do you know when not to be nice? Uh, when someone starts being a dick to you, give it right back. Like, if you approach them and you're being nice, and they turn around and they start being a dick, they don't deserve you to be nice anymore. It's your bar. It's your house. Kick them out. Okay. Fair. I don't know. I think that's just it. What is the one piece of advice you wish someone told you? Um... Be confident when you're speaking to someone, yep. especially when you're kicking them out. Because if you say it with a question or not an assertive tone, they're just going to walk right all over you. Fair. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Any other stories you want to tell? Story. Let's hear it. Do you remember the time I took a shot glass, a plastic shot glass, filled it with salt, tried to put it in your pocket? Yes. And you dumped it on me. Mm -hmm. Dumped it on the floor. Mm -hmm. Somehow I ended up on the ground. I then pushed you over and then I started mopping you up with he it. He literally picked, he grabbed my leg and the, like, the collar of my shirt. Picked me up and just started dragging me across the floor into the salt. Yeah, it was up, up by bar six. It was like at the end of the night? No. No. Like middle, middle way through like a Saturday night or something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I do remember that. Yeah, you were just being, like, really salty that night, so I was trying That's, to cheer you up. That is exactly what, what you said. Yeah. Yeah. I might have a video of it somewhere. I think I have one somewhere, too. Yeah. On my own old phone. I was going to say, it's sure. probably on my old phone. I have it somewhere. Yeah. But, yes. That was, that was a good time. It was, it was always a good time working with you. But, yeah, I agree. I, I appreciate those good times with you, and I appreciate you coming on the show of course, when you guys asked, I got real excited. Yeah. Yes, definitely thank you for coming. Yeah, perfect. I'm glad you were excited because uh, in a few weeks, we hope to have you back again uh, with the next two-door guys that we have on for a nice front-door fuckery special. Front-door fuckery. Yeah. Is it, um, is it Donuts? No. Or is it going to be? It's going to be a surprise. Gonna be. You're going to have to pay attention. Check out the next couple episodes and see. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I have a few ideas. Okay. It has to be Josh. Why? Well, one, I haven't seen him since he has a baby now. Mm -hmm. True. 
Yeah. I just haven't seen him. So because you haven't seen him, that means it's going to be him? It has to be him. <laughs> Who because else before be? he went to, like, door supervisor manager, he was the door guy. Mm -hmm. It's like, he shaped us all of the front door fuckery. He's, he's the one I have to blame for all that fuckery up there. Oh, 100%. Josh and I did some stupid shit up there. Like what? Remember those gummy bears? No. <laughs> do, do tell. <laughs> I, I agree with Tim. Please do, do tell. <laughs> Josh wanted gummy bears. What kind of gummy the bears? Special gummy bears. Some edibles? Yep. Okay. It's legal, so we can talk about it's it. It's legal now, but it wasn't back then. You, you sure? Maybe it was. Uh, you, do you remember the exact date? So he wanted me to grab him a pack, so grabbed him one, and then he's like, do you think I could do one and I'll be fine? I was like, you're a bigger dude, so probably. He's like, okay, I'll do it if you do it. Okay, so he took a whole one. I took half because I wanted to actually be functional. Man was out to fucking lunch. He was not good with edibles. <laughs> he was out to lunch, and we would be talking about something. Someone would someone would walk up to us, completely obliterated, would say something absolutely stupid, and Josh and I would be laughing for the next thirty minutes. And it wasn't that funny. It was just it was a good time. It was a Saturday. Oh, so that makes it so much better. Yeah, it does, because Friday you need to be on point. I wish you would have said it was a Sunday, and then we weren't open. You can't tell me I'm the only one that's done it, ever. It was once. And I've grown up since then. I can't tell you you were the only one to do it, but I can tell you you were the only ones who didn't get fired for doing it, because I literally just heard about this now. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think we kept it a secret for so long? Yeah, other people definitely got fired. <laughs> well, again, they didn't put it on Snapchat, so. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. It was funny because those people added a bunch of people on Snap, like, the date, the, maybe a couple days before. So, like, I got added to that. And then they did it up there. And I was like, huh, so this is interesting. Yeah, that was, that was a weird one. Interesting that it, Okay, well, with that being said, thank you for coming on our show. No problem. Appreciate it. Thanks yes, for having me. It was me. a lot of fun. Good, um, good to catch up with you finally. I know. Like, I haven't seen Mandy for probably, like, what, a year and a half, two years? Yeah. I saw you a few months ago in yeah. the parking lot of Pet Value. Yeah. Well, I rode up beside you. You didn't recognize my car, and I just stared, and I creeped at you, and then you looked at me, you looked away, and then you looked. I was busy eating some fucking chips for lunch. Yeah. It was delicious. For lunch? Yeah. I had to wait. I had to wait like an hour for dog food. Oh. I was just starving. Yeah. But yeah, I remember kind of looking over, like you get that feeling like someone's staring at you. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Is it Annabelle? Maybe. <laughs> and then it was like, it pro took a few seconds process. Like, oh fuck, it's Littlefoot. <laughs> I also had my window up for the first bit when I was staring, and I forgot I had tinted windows. <laughs> I was like, shit, put it down. It's cold. Even that one was a quick little, like, hey, how's it going? Good, good. All right, well, I'll let you eat your lunch. Yeah. I didn't, you were like, I was so hungry. Dude, your face was full of food. You, like, <laughs> I didn't want to bug you. Yeah. Anyway, great, great to have you here and catch up. It was great. Jeff, thank you for being a great co-host, like, as always. Well, thank you for being a great co-host, as always. All right, with that being said, that's everything we got for this episode, and we'll be back for another one, I'm sure. Take care, guys. See ya.